Good morning, good morning. I want you to meditate this morning on everything that God has ever done for you. And I mean, I want you to think back, way back to the times, if you can, when you first called upon his name. When you were filled with so many other distractions. So many other answers were around you. In this society that you're living in. And you see people's response to their answers to the same situation that you in. But you see a different solution. And you don't want the same solution you see upon your neighbor. So you know that you have to make a different sound. Make a different cry. Make a different declaration. Creating a new atmosphere. Because you want a different outcome. You want a positive outcome. So you begin to lift up your head. Because you know it only comes from your father. And I want you to sit and meditate on that. That you made that decision. You made that choice. That awesome choice. To seek God. Concerning the matter. And I want you to think also about. The solution. That was granted to you that day. And I know your answer was guaranteed. I know that God showed up and provided. I know that God showed up and he did whatever it was at the time for you. He did not leave you. He did not desert you. He did not walk away from you. He didn't just leave you where you were. He showed up in his faithfulness. Show up to remind you his love for you. Showed up to remind you not to walk in fear. Showed up to remind you of your identity in him through his son Christ Jesus. Show up. To remind you of the resurrection power that you have also partake of. Show up to show you that you are also seen. Show up to show you that you are more than a conqueror. Show up to show you that you are above and never beneath. Show up to tell you that your greatest weapon is your praise. Show up to tell you that your greatest thing to do is to desire the Lord. Desire the Lord. Everyone is given a choice to make. There's no in-between. It's either making a good decision or a bad decision. But everything good comes from God. And everything that is not so good comes from the father of lies. There is no in-between. And it just didn't stop there. It been other times and other opportunities where you begin to also lift up your head. And we all been there when we say, God, where are you? Even David made a declaration unto God. Do not forget the one you have anointed. Because I'm here to release your truth. So pretty much you can't desert me because I'm important. You can't walk away from me because I am handcrafted by God. You can't leave me where I am because you're responsible for me. We have to sit and meditate that you are satisfied. What Christ done satisfied you. His blood 
sanctified us, reconnected us back to you, God. And there will never, ever be another disconnection because you are satisfied. So that means I have to sit and meditate on what am I saying? How am I thinking? How am I living according to Christ's resurrection power over my life that I also partake of? Is my life aligning to resurrection power? Are my words aligning with resurrection power? Or am I just saying it to convince myself? But inside of my heart, I still don't feel the assurance of it. And God will show up to reassure you every time doubt creep in. But you have to keep yourself guarded. How can I keep myself guarded? Stay. Remain. In God. Spending time with God. Praying to God. Fellowshipping with God. Reading God's word, making a having a relationship with God, making his words personal to you in your life. When God wrote his word, it wasn't just for everyone overall. He speaks to us directly, individual, individually, excuse me. Every single time. God woke me up at one something this morning. I'm usually on point with the time, but as you can tell, I was tired because I said one something. Hallelujah. And then out my sleep with all these beautiful songs about great changes taking place in your life. People got to realize when we meditate, you capture your thoughts. You gather your thoughts together concerning your believing in the God you serve. And you begin to think about everything God has done for you. And then you'll be assured that the things that he also will continue to do for you. And then the more and the more your confidence begins to arise to know that he will, he shall supply all my needs. In fact, I don't even have any, for I have no wants. And why don't I have any wants? Because he's my shepherd. Hallelujah. Everybody is not where everyone else is all the time. We are all not on one accord as children of God. But we all have one important thing in common. We believe. But us who believe in fully and are fully persuaded need to help through to prayer and intercession for those who are still on solid milk. You can't feed a child who's not able to eat solid food. It's just like seed falling on the wayside. That's why we have to be passionate. We have to be patient and kind. Patience is very important. And what caused me to grow in patience is to know how patient God is with me, Jesus. I will never forget that encounter. I don't have some powerful encounters. Meaning I'm walking down Israel with holding Jesus' hand. He took me to a vision many a times. But it was just something about that encounter when he stood in my by my window, looking out my window at the things that's going around in the community. Knowing what he's about to do in my life that I wasn't even aware of. Imagine this conversation. Christ shows up in your bedroom, stand next to your window, open up your blinds and looking out the window and then begin to look at you. Because I made a decision and I said, God, I don't want you to change my mind. I don't want you to tell me if I am making a mistake. Because I feel like I'm doing what I'm doing right. I made the right choice. 
But don't tell me if I'm messing up. What does that? Who does that? Who says that? Lack of knowledge. But God said, she never told me not to allow her to feel the mistake. She said, just don't tell. So I began to feel like things were going wrong. Right there in this encounter while he's looking at me. I begin to feel suddenly things are wrong. And so when I'm feeling it, what happens when you feel something wrong? You begin to confess. Jesus. So I confessed with my mouth, which he was waiting for. By me asking him. Am I making a mistake? Am I doing something wrong? Is this not right? I thought you would never ask, he said. It began to show me things, tell me things, reveal things, expose things. And my life has never been the same since. Sometimes it may feel like it's God, look like it's God, sound like it's God. But it's not. The same way God searched your heart is the same way Satan's searching to see what area in your life he can deceive you to cause you to fall and walk away from God. God said you were in a storm. Yes, you were in a storm. But while you were in the storm, you were commanding the storm to cease but walking further into the storm. Jesus. You were walking deeper and deeper. It's like you're in the ocean. You at the shore, you're walking further and further into the deep end, but you're making declarations to get back to the shore, but you're still positioning yourself to walk further and further in the deep end. Now you know that your head is below water, but you're still making declarations to the point you can't take it anymore, but you weren't even, you were never positioned or created to even walk in that storm, in that deep end. That deep end was off limits to you. But because I am your shepherd, I am your God, my word would, my word would not return to me void. So everything worked out for your good. So I, by you confessing to me that you made a mistake, I'm turning around for your good, for your favor. A lot of things we go through in life, we think that God had, uh, had it set up to make us stronger. But in reality, spiritually... It's because we walked out of the will. We disobeyed the voice. We were entertained by another voice. A lot of heartaches. A lot of pain. A lot of things that I didn't have to go through that I did due to my decision making. I can't make bad decisions and then say God had it set up to happen that way. No. God don't tempt anyone with evil. What he will do is show you where you are due to a situation. He will counsel you. Just to show you where you are spiritually. And not to condemn you, but for you to grow. Branches grow. Jesus is divine. We're connected to him. And the more we connect ourselves by praying, by worshiping, by meditating, by living the lifestyle as Christ is, as we are, the more we can flourish, the more we can grow. I can see in the atmosphere this season has really changed a lot of us in the body of Christ. Let me say all of us somehow. Because every single one of us have embraced some sort of change. And it's so honoring to be able to see that in the body. And the, the self-evaluation, some of us are still going through it because it takes some of us a little longer than others to receive, to go through the healing process. 
Because everyone deals with their emotions differently. Some confess, okay, God, forgive me, move forward. Some say, I'm still bothered. I get it, it's there. I'm still bothered by it. Help me, Lord. And then we have some that denied it. It's nothing there. And God say, it is. You say, it's not. So you're keeping it down within. And it's doing nothing but just growing and growing on the inside of you. God showed me, I'm going to tell you something. He showed me, how can I say this? That's a beautiful steeple in the kingdom. I love that. Angels flying around the inside of the steeple. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. That is so beautiful. You show me that because something is happening in the mist. But why I'm looking, let me continue to speak. Hallelujah. So what I was saying was, God showed me, you know when you're having, a, when you're about to release a spiritual birth, that means you're holding something, a vision on you, you're about to, dang, let me get it out. You're about to give birth to a vision. And sometimes God can show you as if it's a natural vision, but you know that it's spiritually taking place. Hope you understand that. Like for me, I'm not naturally pregnant, but God will show me a baby on the inside of me spiritually. Meaning I'm about to give birth to something spiritually. Birth of vision, birth of promise. Whatever it is, it's coming out. Hallelujah. Got to go. Hallelujah. Because the preparation, you have to feed the vision. You have to talk to the vision. You have to nurture the vision by remaining. And then the enemy is trying to take that vision from you. Trying to call you to abort. But back to what I was saying, God was showing me. The baby turned to a grown man. But still in the form of a child. Bought up and finger in the mouth. And all of that like we see in a vision. But it's a grown man. I said, God, why I said, God, why am I carrying a grown man? God bless you too. I said, God, why am I carrying a grown man? God said, because you're overdue. <laughs> I say, what? He said, it's a, it's a specific promise that you posed and gave birth to years, six years ago. I say, how many years? Six years ago. You didn't abort because you have seed on good ground. That's why you got tell you sow your seed, Jesus. Even in times when you feel like not to sow your seed, it's for you and those who are around you. And I was like, wow, God said you didn't abort, but you are way past two. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, so what am I supposed to do now? I got real dramatic at the time. I said, oh, no. God said, get it together. I said, but no, seriously, what am I supposed to do now? Just keep praying. Even God looked at me like, oh, no, but no, seriously. It never happened before. But hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, Father, I love you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But seriously, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this full-grown vision? On the inside. And God says, everything work itself out for your good. I knew you were going to go through this. I saw your mistakes before you were here. I see things way before I even created, I saw. So he's reminding me, just continue to stand. Continue to remain in me. And I and you. And I will guarantee you, you will see this thing through. I was like, Jesus, wow, this supposed to happen six years ago? My God. My bad. <laughs> Get it out of me. <laughs> and yesterday, God, he just keeps talking to me about promises, promises. He's like, you ready for this? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm about ready. You know, let's continue to prepare because... I want God to know that I can wait. I want God to know that why I'm waiting, I'm waiting well. I'm not waiting anxiously. I'm not waiting, keep questioning things. I'm waiting patiently with praise, with thanks. 
I want God to know I am here. I am ready. And when I made ready, I made fast in my walk. I'm determined to continue. I am enduring. I am persevering in everything you've spoken concerning me and those who are around me. I'm not moving. I'm being still pretty much. In a nutshell, I'm being still. And I'm loving being still. Because I have moved enough. So I want God to know I'm still and I'm happy to be in this place. And now that I'm like that, God keep now he's bringing up to me with his excitement. I'm like, you want me to get excited? Because I will. You know I can. Or you want me to sit here and be still and still be excited at the same time? I'm like, this is on you. Hallelujah. And God was just showing me his excitement in my life. So I said, God, okay, I'm getting excited now. So I, I saw myself pushing God, like, move, come on, go ahead, move, move on my behalf, move. I pushed him yesterday. <laughs> I pushed our father yesterday. I was like, God, move, move on my behalf, move. It's like God was sitting on his throne. My head popped up out the, out the, the, sur the bottom surface, move. God sitting there suffering with his children. I'm like, move. It's like my face was everywhere. Wherever he went, he couldn't get away from me. He, he wouldn't even try, but still. You get the message. You get the point and the vision I'm trying to make. I was like, move. Everywhere he went yesterday, move. He was like, what am I do with her? Move. You have sized me all the way up now. Move. <laughs> I pushed him, y'all. <laughs> I love the fact that God loves us. He is faithful at what he do. But I must, Holy Spirit keeps saying, do not forget this important, this important thing to tell and release in the atmosphere. A lot of us just sit there and think, okay, God said his word is guaranteed. He gave me a promise. So it got to happen no matter what I choose to do or not. It got to happen because he won't lie. Let me tell you something. It happened already. It happened. But if you keep taking God's will for your life for granted, you will be released from it. Or it will be released from you. Hallelujah. Into the hands of another. Who will appreciate and love. See, people think that God will has to happen for them. You have to make the choice to want to walk to want God's will for your life. Dedicate everybody to be what they what God wants them to be right now. You're making a decision to come into an agreement with God, knowing that He chose you first. We didn't choose Him. Hallelujah. You don't have to walk in your fulfillment. You don't have to embrace the promises of God in your life. But that's how he created you. That's what he has given you. That's what he's spoken over you. But you denied it. Let's not deny anything. God's not going to force his promises over us. He's not going to force us to walk in his will. He'll just be patient. Until you give up your way of doing things. And to walk in his will for your life. Which is better. Anyhow. Hallelujah. I thank you all so much for your time this morning. Never forget the things God done and will do for you. God's not going to force us to do anything. Do you want it? Do you want the promises of God? Do you want it? Receive it.
so amazing to me how I could release a message from God to you. And at the same time, he's still speaking to me. By showing me my promises. That the enemy tried to rob from me. The devil would send people your way to tell you, to tell you you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You don't have enough under your belt, which I don't understand because you have God, which is everything. And, it, and the thing about it is, the enemy is not going to use people that, it, that you don't even care about. And I'm not I say care about who people you don't even know because it wouldn't matter to you if a person don't know you say things like that to you. But the ones who do know you, the ones you do have respect for, the ones you do look up to, talk to you and make you feel like that. Jesus. Jesus. I was told through a, from a lot of people. It's either I wasn't old enough. I wasn't wise enough. I wasn't educated enough. And I didn't have enough. And God said, I don't... These are my children, I understand, but I just. And he just didn't finish the question because I already understood. If we can become better at it. At loving one another. Being happy for one another. Being patient and kind towards each other. Especially the ones who are in the body. Hello. How you are going to be a member in the body, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. He answered it. Everyone have what they have. And everyone are where they are. And do what they can do. I'm on the inside of all those. Anyone. I will bless everyone. Anyone. Who asks for the blessing? Because I'm reminding you that it's not by your works, not by your prayers, not by your supplications, not by your anything. It's by my son's blood that caused me to be satisfied upon everything about you. Even in your messy ways, even in your prideful ways, even in your disrespectful, prejudgmental ways, religious thinking ways, putting down people, criticizing people ways, having them thinking enough, smart enough, or done enough, because you're still thinking that you have to work for something. You're thinking you where you are because of what you've done. And it's indeed a lie. Then that's good what you've done. That's good. But know this. Christ is the one who's responsible, not you. So let's be better stewards in the body. You ask for Christ to be your Lord. You in the body. He's your Lord. You are filled with Holy Spirit. You seek Holy Spirit. Evidence of speaking in tongues. You will have that. Do you notice people speaking in tongues. Still doing things they shouldn't do. Smoking. Speaking tongues. Drinking. Casting out devils. Because God is satisfied due to the blood of Christ. It's not by our works. That the case we want to have it. So who are you. To tell me. I don't have enough of something. I don't need to have in the first. Jesus. I have all that I need to continue on my purpose. And in fact, I have more than enough. And I always will. And that's God. He's all we need. And when we're walking with God, talking with God, following after God, receiving Christ as Lord, Holy Spirit is our comforter. God begin to add on to our life. But don't be that child. 
then God adds on and you forget who you are. Or you become too high above yourself. Or start self-glorificating yourself. Jesus. Thank you, Father. God has shown me the attacks upon people. Due to people in the body. Yeah. He's actually revealing to me. More of my anointing. And. The benefits of my anointing. And how. And he's, how can I write it father? Please help me. Showing me my part in the body. And what I do. As a member in the body. What I'm gifted to do in the body. To see. To see. I can see. Jesus. I can see us as the children of God. What season we're in. What season we're entering into. What attacks are coming upon us. How we're attacking each other. I can pinpoint the attack. Jesus. And I can see them a mile away. That's an important assignment. Your assignment is important too. For a long time, I someone had me thinking like, whatever you do more, that's what part of the body you're in. So I was like, okay, I must be the feet there because I'm walking like... <laughs> and I mean that like walking, traveling. I travel a lot and I go around and release God's word a lot. I'm traveling. So I must be the feet then. No, I'm not. We're all traveling. <laughs> We're all traveling. The eyes and the heart. The eyes and the heart. Those are my two masculine gifts. My eyes and my heart. Hallelujah. And what I see causes so much to take place in my spirit. It keeps the fire going. And my heart keeps me past being filled with so much passion. Gratitude, humility, love. Gratefulness and determination. So much more. Hallelujah. This day is favored. This day is blessed. Because God is in it. Hallelujah. I never felt so free as I do. Never felt this level of freedom before in my life. Free to be exactly who I am. And that's what I mean. Because even I thought I was too strange to be me. I was too different, too unfamiliar, gifted. To be me. Because I didn't want to be misunderstood. Which I was. It's not, ple it's not pleasing. To be misunderstood. And Christ can verify that. But that's not the outcome. That's not the focus. It's the acceptance. Accepting who you are. Do you accept being Beautifully and wonderfully made. Do you accept. Being different. Imagine Christ. He was the only one. The way he was. The only one. And where he went. He released. Who he is. Which is who you are. In the atmosphere. And some of us still struggled at it. Because we didn't accept it. 
lot of us feel like we didn't know how to accept. How can I accept? By surrendering. By saying yes. God keep touching my heart. <laughs> He's massaging my heart. <laughs> my heart been broken a lot. I'm not speaking on relationships. I'm speaking on just being here. My heart was broken a lot. A lot. And you know what I'm so I'm so proud of myself about? Even though it was broken, it never caused me to put chains on my heart, to put a, a wall up. I was wise about certain things, never let that happen again, but I still forgave. I still was around the people who broke my heart and I loved them. I got past the hurt. Even though the scars were there, I got past. Some people were so challenging to be around. I was envied a lot. And I kept telling God, please help them. Because it's not me they're envying, it's you. Because you're doing the work. They're envying the one they serve. It doesn't feel good for God to tell you to say something or do something and someone tell you that you cannot and will not because they're afraid that you're going to take their spotlight. When we're all shining, as I said before, And I felt some kind of way because you're in the body. Like, I'm in the body. So if anybody should be happy for me, I'm expected to be you. If you're struggling with envy and wanting something someone else has, go to God about it. Your life will never be the same. Now, we all wanted things that didn't belong to us. But God will always reveal to you what he has for you. Far as everything. I was hated upon so much by members in the body. I was invited to many churches that many people would say, no, sit down. And I was I was there to be a guest speaker, and the people told me, don't say that this way, don't say it that way, or all kinds of things that just caused me to say, forget it. They were intimidated. Of the boldness. Of the anointing of my life. Instead of saying. Come on. God is here. We can feel God in you. The same God in us. We're not going to be liked. By everybody. But I do expect the members of the body to do better than that. How can we be attractive to the world to come as members also if we're not standing together? We are getting better. I can see that in the body. Many of us are evaluating ourselves and we're becoming more open with the evaluation unto God and not closing it up like it's not there. A lot of us are starting to be, oh, I see that vision. Okay, I've received that vision. And Jesus, this, this is an amazing gift, I'm trying to tell you. But it makes me laugh sometimes and people will be like, what's she laughing at? Can't tell everybody what you see all the time. Jesus. Because sometimes God is like, come on, God. That's a little personal things. Come on, God. Come on, God. Come on, God. Let me be at home with that. Because <laughs> God knows my mind will go far. With the vision, I'll just go far off in just deep thought. Way beyond the beyond. <laughs> Jesus. 
Hallelujah. So I want you today to know that, know your place in the body. Know that you are needed in the body. Know that you are wanted in the body. You are important in the body. So release your anointing in the body. We don't have to know. We do not have to know everything to humble ourselves. To follow God. We don't have to know everywhere he's taking us. Just trust. Just trust in him. He will see us through. I'm so honored. God is showing himself to me in ways that I was holding to his word. And now he's showing me that, see what happened when you walk with me? I was telling you this. I told you this. I told you I am your provider. I told you that you are the head. I told you your, that your enemy will become your footstool. I told you you are more than conqueror. I told you. Now you're seeing it. You are blessed beyond measure. You see the life of abundance. You see the life that we'll always have. In all sufficiency of all things. You're seeing grace upon your life. Favor upon your life in ways you can imagine. And God said, I'm just getting started. Are you ready? Yes. Move. God, move. I'm like, move. I'm pushing again. Move. But in a, such a respectable way. I'm very comfortable with my relationship with God. Comfortable to know there's always, it's always a time and a season for. And you're always being prepared for that time and that season. This is a season where God is exposing to the members of the body the things that we thought was that's not. I thought a merge was that was not. Clearly. Overlooking what was Jesus. Not no more. Trying to take you. My eyes are here. I'm here. I had to put the S on the eyes yesterday. I said, God, eyes here. Eyes here. Stop thinking about color purple and everything. Eyes here. <laughs> Jesus. Eyes here. <laughs> and the more God showed me promises, Jesus. Eyes here, Lord. Eyes here. <laughs> the S on the I. I'm grateful. Because I didn't know what I wanted for myself. I didn't know what was best for me. We don't know what's best for us. How are you going to know what's best for you when you can't even see far off into your future? So how do you know? You don't know. You're taking a chance. Taking a risk. A bad one. And then God picks us up where we are and continue on the journey. I don't want that no more for my life. And I pray it don't be for no one's lives. To prolong anything. To delay anything. And then God put you back, reposition you back, and then you back. I mean, then you reposition back and you continue on where you left off. You don't never start over. You just continue where you left. And the thing, that, and the thing is, he, by you being so delayed, and when I mean delayed by some things you probably already supposed to, you know, embrace and walk in, gave birth to, he'll have it, the process will be a little speedy. And sometimes it will cause you to just lose an appetite completely, mean going to a direct fast because he's speeding up on your behalf because you should have been had this. Because it's not about you. People are connected to you that should have been had what they had who's in obedience but cannot receive it because you're out of position. Jesus. And that happened to me for four years. God said I was a bit, I'm about to say it, but I, I stopped myself, hallelujah. I posted had that six years ago. My God. Let me have it today, God. Huh. Like today. <laughs> See, God is honored when we're honored about the promises he's spoken over us. I want my, got mine, embrace mine, not even playing. <laughs> what? No way. It's no way. 
I'm prepared and I'm still preparing and I'm still patient. Ain't just for nothing. But she was much excited. <laughs> Very excited. And I can see why and how. When it comes to people, God connecting people in your life, you can see why God chose. I'm not better than no one. And I would never think that. I love to grow. I love learning more than anything. I'm just open to learning. And not just learning anything. Let me take that back. The things of God. Hallelujah. I love you all so much. Let's want what God wants. Trust me. When you see what God wants, you ain't going to want nothing else other than that. I'm trying to tell you. You're going to be on my boat. God sailing on my boat. I'm trying to tell you. I'm enjoying every view. <laughs> I am watching. I am listening. Hallelujah. Patiently. But I'm like, God, I'm pushing God, move. <laughs> move. But I'm still patient overall, seriously. I play with God a lot because laughter is very important. God is being portrayed as being this person, this God, this spirit, who just so, just giving out structures and all the time in this box, no fun, just straight teach, 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 but yet provide all these resources for us to have fun, and yet he not be that? It's no way. It's in heaven before it came here. It's taking place in heaven before it came. It's on earth as it is in heaven, not in heaven as it is on earth. Hallelujah. My mind still on my promise. I'm like, God, man, move. I'm trying to tell you. I'm about to push you again. For real. Today. <laughs> you shouldn't have said anything. If you want me to know. God know how I am. He know me. He know what happened once he told me. No one knows me better than God. So God began to speak to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. For real. Oh, right. Okay. 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 Keep talking. And while God talking, I'm looking. And when I'm looking, I'm liking. <laughs> and like it turns to loving. All the promises, all the spoken word, my purpose, fell in love, in love with my purpose, my destiny, and everything that's connected to it. Because we all we, we were all in a place where we weren't in love with it. Because we didn't understand it, we wasn't walking in it, we were walking in another direction. But when you're in the right direction and you grab hold to the things of God, man, you like hold them things tight, not going out your reach. Jesus. And God say, He always keep telling me, like this morning, satisfaction guaranteed. God, you don't gotta say that no more to me. I'm already satisfied. I'm trying to tell you, I'm satisfied, satisfied, satisfied with everything. Who I am. What I'm here to do, my gifts, how I release my gifts, I'm satisfied. I don't want nothing else. I don't want no one else. But what are you giving me? And when that time comes, it comes. Let me let you know right now, I'm enjoying knowing. I'm enjoying watching. You, you darn right, I'm enjoying watching. Hallelujah. Can I watch today? Can I watch much more today? <laughs> Jesus. Hallelujah. I love knowing. Hallelujah. And I also love not knowing. I don't have to know everything to believe. Neither should you. But God has his reasons for why he exposed things. But to tell me I'm supposed to, I'm carrying around of, uh, in the natural image God had to show me, a full-grown man, a vision, a full-grown vision, pretty much. They're supposed to give birth to six years ago. My God. 
Had no idea I was walking around with this. Had no idea I was walking around with this. It's not, God says it's still preparing because he had to cross some dots. I mean, cross some T's and dot some I's. Meaning that because I was out of position, he already had a plan, but I still got to go through the process to his plan. I'm still in the process. And I'm indeed patiently waiting. Trust me. I'm not moving. Not at all. I don't even want to. Until God tell me to. And how he tell me to. Because I'm not moving no more. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that. I love you all so much. I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in. I want you to enjoy your day. Enjoy the promise God's spoken of you. Fall in love with your promises. Fall in love with the desires in your heart. Jesus, fall in love with it. Fall in love with it. Because I'm in, man. I got hearts in my eyes, baby. They everywhere. Everywhere. Father, is everything in my life that's a, that belongs to Quenisha. <laughs> Belong to me, babe. Nobody else but me, babe. <laughs> Jesus. Hallelujah. My God. May God move. <laughs> move, move patiently. Now, how does that sound? Move patiently. Jesus. I'm bringing it back home. Hallelujah. I love you all so much. <laughs> I go from that to saying, I love you guys so much. And remember, <laughs> God, move patiently. And remember, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. These flowers are blooming. They're beautiful. But seriously, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. And remember also, greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you so much. Enjoy this beautiful Wednesday. I love you. I love you. I love you. Talk soon.